You're listening to the Eagle Insider, the Barbers Hill Independent School District podcast. Barbers Hill is dedicated to educating, connecting, and inspiring our community. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Sorry we've been away for a little while, but I'm super excited about this episode. We have three ladies that are out on, in the trenches on our campuses that are in here and going to talk about a very important topic that is very important to not just our kids, but our community as a whole. Uh, ladies, would you please just go around and introduce yourself? My name is Carly Delino. I'm the counselor at Elementary North. My name is Haley Thompson, and I'm the counselor at Intermediate School North. Hi, Eagle Nation. I am Nikki Juarez, and I am at Middle School North. Great. And uh, I'm excited because we get a little bit of every level there. We got the elementary school kids and the intermediate school kids and the middle school kids. And I think almost everybody has one of my kids on their campus. So that's that's beneficial, too, that I kind of get to see how that Mm -hmm. goes. So the topic we're going to talk about is SEL. And we've talked about this before, but it's kind of shifted gears in our district. And I think that's important to talk about. But let's start with exactly just what is SEL and why do we have an emphasis on that here at Barbers Hill? Okay, I'll start. Um, SEL stands for social and emotional learning, and it's an opportunity for us to just really dive into the kids and teach them um, just skills of just how to be a good human and how to overcome obstacles and the importance of mental health, good mental health. So uh, Barbara Seal just, you know, focuses on that and their mental health and the importance of SEL. Right. And what I would like to share is as a district, um, like we have representation from different campuses here, we know that it's important across the board, no matter if we're dealing with a kindergarten student or a high school student. Um, We live busy lives now, and that includes adults and our students. So we run into obstacles. We run into things that are difficult for us. Um, But we want to make sure that our students have a core set of standards But they also know how to handle things when times do get tough, because eventually we're going to run into those those tough times. And we just want to make sure we empower them to overcome those obstacles and challenges. Yeah, we we've we talked when I was in the classroom with some kids and they would, you know, kid me was like, I'm going through this and I'm going through this. And and I'm so mature because I've been through all these things. And like maturity lies in not the things you go through, but the way you handle the things you've gone through. And and not to say that as an adult, we're perfect because we all have ways we can grow, but that to give them that other tool in the toolbox, I think mm-hmm. is so important because we know they're going to get their, their reading, their writing, their arithmetic, but to give them other things to help them along the way. Right. Cause, Cause like you said, it's overwhelming. And our kids out here, our kids excel at mm-hmm. so many things, right? you know, like, I mean, in my, in my house alone, you know, we have musicians and athletes and kids in UIL and kids that are ambassadors and kids that are in honor society and kids that have jobs and mm-hmm. to help them across the board, not just academically, but just focus on. Right. And if you don't focus on social emotional learning and fix those gaps in the, in the importance of mental health and you can't teach them math, writing, reading, all those things. You have to have good mental health and make sure that's taken care of too. Absolutely. I guess that's a mm-hmm. great point to make sure that they're in the right state of mind right. to take in the knowledge that we're giving them is right. half the battle sometimes. Yep. And then trying to be proactive because a lot of times I know even in my life, I may have gotten to a situation where I didn't know what to do or where to start. So through SEL, we're able to work through some like systematic things, some situational things, and giving them like a little tool to start maybe a conversation 
or mm-hmm. the start to who can I go to if I'm having a struggle with this or who do I go to if I'm having a struggle with that and being more proactive in our approaches. I love that. I love, I love that. seven mindsets. Yeah. So let's head that yeah. direction. So we, she said the word seven mindset. So we've actually changed our SEL curriculum this yes. year, which in years past we had done other SEL programs and we've kind of shifted gears. So let's start first with why the shift occurred and then we'll jump into what is seven mindsets and maybe how does it differ than what we've done in the past. So let's start with why did we, why did we make a change? I think as a district, we were looking for something that we could, like I shared earlier, use universally. So with other SEL curriculums, we had a program for the elementary level and a program for the secondary level. And we as a district were doing um, some things, kind of what I want to say the Barbers Hill way, because we knew kind of what direction we wanted to head. And um, that curriculum just didn't seem to meet the needs for what we needed for our Eagles. I think it was good at the time because it taught a lot about character traits and things like that. But we needed something that they could apply in their daily life. Correct. Yes. I think other SEL programs really focuses on the vocabulary that they need, Mm -hmm. which is good. But Seven Mindsets focuses on the mindset. It focuses on how to think and how to work through and, and everything. It's not just a vocabulary of this is what respect means and this is what compassion is. It's it's the mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's such a great curriculum. One right. thing I thought was interesting, it said um, the seven mindsets, they looked at, um, I guess when they started it, they did a research effort that just began with one simple question. And it was, what do the world's happiest and most successful people have in common? And that's how they started their curriculum. They studied them and figured out how to have a happy life, how to overcome obstacles. It's a meaningful platform that they've created that gives kids relevant skills that they need in this world to be successful. It gives, it teaches them how to have conversations and how to just express their uniqueness and be a good human. It takes info and they can apply it in their lives, which is really something awesome to see in the classrooms. Yeah. I'm grateful that we've, are always trying to grow and shift. Uh, not so much at this point in my career, but very early in my teaching career, uh, one of the phrases I would hear and it would drive me crazy is, well, that's how we've always done it. Right. Now, I'm going to date myself. When I started teaching, I taught math on an overhead projector. <laughs> so if that's how we've always done it, I don't ever want to go back to that. <laughs> so the fact that we're always looking for a way to grow as the adults in the situation and how can we give something else to make our kids better and make our district better and make us better. I think that's a huge thing. I think that we're not going to continue to do it how we've always done it. We, we took on SEL before a lot of other districts did and we've shifted gears before a lot of other districts did because we learned, we had learned what was good we learned what we needed and we shifted gears and I'm mm-hmm. grateful for that. Right. So let's talk a little bit now about seven mindsets. Haley, you kind of started us off there with mm-hmm. their question that led into it. So what is it about SEL, especially from a counselor's perspective that y'all find unique and beneficial for our Eagles. Well, I think the opportunity for them to just come together and build relationships with each other, learn from each other and have those conversations, um, that really grows them. Um, it just gives them the opportunity to expand in that area. It's, it's really awesome to see. And what's great with seven mindsets and the time that we set aside to get our students and groups Mm -hmm. together 
they're able to work through um, some situational things. For example, um, like we shared earlier, you know, definitions and and students knowing good character traits are important, but really role playing and being able to talk to each other, being able to work with an adult in the room um, is going to give us, you know, more bang for our buck. So seven mindsets, instead of focusing on definitions, they kind of focus on um, developing the whole child, things like Mm self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, which we all know is important now, relationship skills, um, helping them make decisions um, for themselves, um, you know, where to go to when they need help, Mm -hmm. Um, empathy, which is a big one. We're seeing Um, that with seven mindsets. Yes. Absolutely. So a lot of the Mm -hmm. lessons have real world ties. Like this is stuff that students are able to use on a day-to-day basis. I know this week we're doing, um, our lesson was about maximizing positive relationships. And and the week before it was about embracing everyone. So it builds each week. Um, Just the alignment of the whole program is just incredible. But in each week we have um, just goals that they're looking at. So this week they discovered the importance of positive relationships and then how to demonstrate that. It gave them skills. This is what you can say to somebody. Um, We had um, two weeks ago, one of our classes, they were reading a book called The Invisible Boy. And it was about a student that, um, or in in the story, it was about a kid that just kind of felt invisible. He didn't know how to make friends. Um, And he, at the beginning of the story, he was gray. He didn't have any color. And the other kids start noticing him and he starts filling up with color. Um, And we had a student come down to the counselor's office and they noticed that somebody was feeling invisible or they thought that they might be. And they said the SEL lesson really opened them and gave them empathy to to see that. And she was able to invite that friend to her lunch table and tell the other kids, this is what we need to do. We need to include them. And it gave them those sentence stems and the opportunity to, to you know, see that and embrace everyone. And that's what I love about Seven Mindsets is in middle school, we were doing the exact same top topic maximizing yes. relationships. Yes. But our conversations stemmed around students in middle school get more active, right? We're on teams, mm-hmm. we're in band, we have choir competitions, we have band competitions. Um, and looking at relationships as a way to not only better yourself, but to encourage others. So some of the middle school discussion that I overheard were, you know, on your, say, basketball team, You make a goal. You have your team jump off, you know, off the bench and cheer for you. And the students were sharing, you have your teammates cheering for you. You want to make sure you're reciprocal and you do that for them as well. So just looking Mm -hmm. at relationships as a two lane road and you have to put into that and then you would expect your your friend or your family to do the same for you. Right. And kind of looking at growing those deeper relationships. And that's, that's so important. Like I'm a coach's son and I had this conversation with my, my little son just recently. We talked about being a team. I said, Hey, a, difference between a good team and a great team is your best athlete. One has to be your hardest worker, but two, he has to, he or she has to be your best teammate. Mm-hmm. That's where the, the good teams become great is when they know the person who's the best at what they do cares about everybody else, no matter if they can hit the baseball or throw the football or 
shoot the basketball as good as everyone else. Mm-hmm. And those kind of relationships, they just, that's true across the board, right. no matter what you do. Right. And I know this week we were talking about how to recognize good friendships and um, what it means to, you know, have a positive relationship. What does healthy communication look like? How do you communicate? And it actually gives them skills that they can use every day. This is how you do it instead of just telling them what it is. And it gives them an opportunity to practice that in the lessons. Yeah, the lessons are really good at making sure that they have the opportunity to do that with the discussion mm-hmm. questions and the way they have every lesson has an icebreaker where they get to um, do something, just fun. get to do something fun, learn more about each other. And then it goes into discussions and it has videos and then they talk about it. And I think the way that the lessons are laid out is a great way to foster those healthy discussions. And mm-hmm. then in a way model how to have discussions with each other and how to practice the topics that they're learning about. Real-world application, you can't overstate how important that is to a student. Like I said earlier, I taught math at the very beginning of my career, but that was only for like a year, year and a half. Late in my career, I taught video production and graphic design, and kids would come back to my class, and I'd be like, they'd complain about math, and I'm not going down to the math teachers, but they're like, when am I ever going to have to find the circumference of a circle in my real life? (laughs) And I'm like, well, I can't answer that. But in my classroom, I absolutely know how this graphic design leads to work, leads to this is how you use this in the real world. And I feel like I didn't have to have some of the battles that some of the core teachers had to have because that answer was so the real world application, I think it's so huge when this is how you would use this conversational piece with your friend at the lunch table, mm-hmm. with your teacher in a class you're having problems with, with your counselor because you're not in the right headspace at work or at school, mm-hmm. with your mom because this is what's going on with my siblings. And I mean, it's relevant across the board. And and to see that they already register that and are mm-hmm. applying it and, and we're interested in the first semester of using this, I think is speaks volumes about how it works. And I love how you shared the teacher piece because a lot of our lessons are taught by our teachers. Yes. Right. And they are all bought in. Right. Because, and it's a good opportunity for the teacher to get to show their rationale, right, Mm -hmm. with their students. Mm -hmm. And it's a sacred time. So the teachers get a lot of positivity from it because they're able to see students sharing about not being invisible right. or how they're going to try to be a better teammate. And they walk away from those lessons with a little boost, right? Yeah. So we feel that our students are, are leaving with that as well. Th- and it gives teachers a great resource um, to use just all throughout the week. They can reflect on it, talk about previous lessons. Hey, remember when we talked about healthy communications and how to talk to an adult and how you talk to your friend and the difference of what that registers of language looks like. Oh, I love registers of language. Yes. And we, we've been talking about that and, and they can, they can talk about that with seven mindsets because it's about healthy communication. So it gives them that, that door to open that opportunity for them to just have real discussions that are really impactful and meaningful. I have two teenagers in my house, and uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is being called bruh by my oldest son. <laughs> we talk about that a lot. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, I love you. I get that's how y'all talk to each other in the locker room. And I'm yes. not, I mean, we said stupid things too, but I am your dad, not your friend, and I am not your bruh. And yep. that does not make that that yes. language wrong yes. when you're in a certain situation. But when you're here talking to me, that is 1,000% wrong. And I think that's important. That's important across everywhere. That's important mm-hmm. with 
my buddies if we were out playing golf as opposed to sitting in a, a right. meeting with Dr. Poole as opposed to talking to my right. children. Like it, it goes across the board right. for all of us. Absolutely. And the sooner they can learn that one, that's sometimes that's half the battle. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So let's talk a little bit about one of the things that we really put an emphasis on with uh, seven mindsets is that um, there's more opportunity for some home resources for our families and our parents to get involved once they leave. Because we all know that it takes all of us across the board. It takes the parents, the grandparents, the teachers, the counselors, the coaches, the band directors. Like it's a we, if 1000%, we all have to work together to give our kids the best of all of us. So let's just talk a little bit about those parent resources and things that they can have to kind of extend this into the home. Well, something that I'm really excited about that I will do a plug for is we are holding a BHISD parent conference in February. So it'll be on February 10th. Um, time is around 830 to 1230. It will be at our Intermediate North Campus, and it's called Parenting with a Purpose. It's heart work. And we're going to have a keynote speaker there, Dr. Crystal Coyer. And if you ever do any research on her, mm -hmm. she is an amazing person. Um, she's been a little bit of everything. <laughs> and we use her a lot um, as far as if we're really searching child development mm -hmm. or trends that um, our students are being exposed to now and kind of how to handle those situations. So she will be there as our keynote speaker. And then we're also going to have breakout sessions where we will have different topics um, as counselors, we're kind of dividing out and we're going to have different lessons that you'll be able to kind of pick and choose um, what sessions you would like to go to and some door prizes. So we hope uh, we have a lot of families that are able to make it. So again, that's February 10th um, from 830 to 1230. And of course, we'll send out some reminders through Parent Square as the time gets closer for that. Yeah. And, and guys, like our community as a whole, our parents show up to so much. Right. But if you're one of those parents, I get it. We're busy. You're in a bunch of stuff. You work in shift work. You're on a turnaround on that and you can't make it. I get it. But guys, there are so many of these kind of different nights that are like our advanced academic night, our, um, our dyslexia night, all those different things that if, if this pertains to your kid, jump out. Cause these ladies and gentlemen at these campuses that work, these nights are amazing. Um, like the dyslexia night blew me away because how do you help my son who I, I've never been dyslexic. I didn't know completely changed how I approached him mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't gone to those nights. Mm -hmm. So give me that date again. It's February, February 10th, 8 30 to 12 30. It's a Saturday. It'll be at BH intermediate school North. It's called parenting with purpose. It's heart work and it'll be with Dr. Crystal Collier and there will be breakout sessions with some of our counselors as well. That's one that's mm -hmm. probably going to go on my calendar. <laughs> it's going to be great. And I know, too, if parents want to learn more about the seven mindsets curriculum, we've sent home um, a newsletter where it talks about each mindset and what they're going to be learning and what it's going to look like. And those are great. Um, but there's also, if you go on the website, a ton of parent resources that can help you at home. It has live webinars that you can join and watch on all kind of different topics um, that are that will be super helpful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I just think that, it, again, it takes a village. As long as we're all in on on all of this, we're all going to be better off. Our kids are going to be better off. 
Ladies, is there anything we missed? Is there anything with seven mindsets that we really need our, our parents and our kids to know? I do want to say that there is one resource that I think is really good for parents to have um, and to look at. If on the seven mindsets website, there is a morning mindset that parents can sign up for and you just put your name and your email and um, they will send you daily morning mindsets that you can just discuss with your children in the morning. So like for this morning, it's stop postponing your happiness. Be happy now. Your thoughts and beliefs do create your reality, but only when your present state is joyful. And um, I love these. I get these myself every morning because it, it just it kind of puts me in the right mindset, it puts me in the right place. And I share them with my son and we kind of talk about it in the mornings. And I think it's a great resource for parents to um, be able to use just to have those conversations. Absolutely. And that website is seven, the number mindsets.com. And there's a little tab at the top that says resources. That's where you can sign up for those morning mindsets. That's where you can see those other webinars and the, the blog and the different things that are kind of just extensions of what your kids are already getting in the classroom. Ladies, is there anything else? No, I would just say um, SCL seven mindsets lessons are going on every campus mm -hmm. during the week. Um, some campuses do it every a little bit every day. Some of us have an allotted time for like a whole class period that we do it. So I would just say check in with your student and say, hey, what was the SEL lesson this week? What'd you talk about? What'd you learn? And just start those conversations. I know it's a real sacred time too. all admins in the classrooms. Um, just everyone stops what they're doing. And we know that we're doing SEL and the kids love it. Right. I, I love that. I love that, Nikki. That's a real simple task. But if your kids are anything like my kids, the floodgates will open. And all you have to do is tell me about SEL this week and they'll just go. They'll like, just go. Like she said, what I love about it, it's on every single campus. So if you have a kid in, at ECC to high school, if you have a student in DAEP, wherever that is, they're doing seven mindsets. I love that. So thank you, ladies, so much for the work you do with our children. Thank you so much for taking the time to come here and visit with us. And guys, hopefully you'll come out and you'll come to our Parenting with a Purpose on February 10th. Hopefully you'll go to 7Mindsets. That's the number 7mindsets.com. Check out those parent resources. Sign up for that morning mindset and just talk to your kids about SEO. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised at the things your kids are learning. Thank you for listening. If you need more information about our district, please visit our website at bhisd.net.